It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where our Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give each other grace and space to do that. Well, good morning. It is time for Faith in Life to connect here on Rise FM. I'm Scott here with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. The king of the cranium is among us today. And uh, once again, he's uh, with us by Zoom, um, still uh, recovering from hip surgery. And, you know, you, you look better. You look like you're feeling better. I feel like I'm feeling better. Well, good. I noticed Finley was on the couch earlier, so that that's going better. Yeah, he's taking a nap here right next to me. <laughs> Finley is the family dog. And uh, yes. so with Tom at home, Tom is uh, under the careful care of Finley. And <laughs> so today we are going to uh, we're going to dig into a new topic that, that I ran into on allprodad.com. And the title of the article is How to Handle Loss, Loneliness, and Logging, Longing. Uh, not logging. No, we're not in the Northwest in the 1800s. So we're, we're going to talk in, about all three of these at some level and uh, and the study that brought it about. Um, but first, we're going to jump into God's Word, Tom. Well, Scott, out of Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Praise the Lord that he will never leave us nor forsake us. That's right. Never leave us. Never be away from us. The article we're talking about today is entitled How to Handle Loss, Loneliness, and Longing uh, from allprodad.com. And it it starts out two years before COVID-19 put social distancing and working remotely into our vocabulary. Healthcare company Cigna produced a report about an epidemic plaguing the country, being lonely. The pandemic has deepened that loneliness and brought profound losses in jobs, health, and lives. And now, you know, here we are two years in, and the media has just caught on to what Cigna and you knew about all along, is that we were lonely people. Right. And for some reason, they don't necessarily talk much about the fact that that is very real, but the whole pandemic clearly showed what happens with loneliness. And the whole lonely thing, you know, we were never made to be alone. We were made to be in a relationship with our creator, God. And uh, now until we come to understand that and accept Christ, we try and fill that hole with all kinds of relationships and, and stuff. But there's still a loneliness there. And, you know, I'm sure you're probably experiencing that some just sitting at home all day. That's true. And being being alone at times, if, if Kathy has to go to the store or something, you know, I do get that feeling. If I were doing this whole experience with my hip alone, it would be difficult. Yeah. But what's really interesting is a God-shaped vacuum, Scott, in all of us. And it can only be filled by him. He created us 
that way because we, he wanted us to feel close to him. He wanted us to feel connected to him. And so that's a very real part of us. Well, when it's not filled there, there there's all kinds of things that, that can go wrong. And there were some articles and studies about Vietnam prisoners and how they were isolated. And they couldn't talk to anybody. And they might have been perfectly healthy, and yet one by one they would die because of loneliness. Our spirit is designed to be connected. So when you look at it, you know, what does that do to a person when they're not connected? How many people die or did die lonely in the pandemic? Yeah, it's incredible. With all the isolation and all of the, you know, stay home, stay home, stay home. You can't go out in public. And, you know, everybody is now, you know, on Zoom calls and Google Meets and all that kind of stuff. You know, we still see faces on screens, but it's not the same as face-to-face conversation, interaction, shaking hands, hugging, that kind of thing. You know, there's another example when, when that takes place, when there are handshakes and there are hugs and that acceptance feeling that you get or the approval that you get or how you feel when someone gives you a compliment and you receive it. Now, that's important. There's a difference. People can give you a compliment but you have to be open-minded enough to receive it. There are a lot of people who you could say, hey, great job. And they'd say, oh, really? Well, I could have done a little bit better. This could have been better. They don't receive it. But when you receive it, it has a physiological impact on you. It's just as real as when you're depressed and you don't feel well. Believe it or not, I've said it before. I'm going to continue to say it because I firmly believe When we put hope into what we're doing, when hope is a regular part of our lives, we're going to feel better. And when our hope is in Jesus Christ, we are really going to feel better. The title of the article we're looking at is How to Handle Loss, Loneliness, and Longing. And, you know, loneliness is one part of this study that Cigna looked at. The other part is, Tom, is loss and that that's obviously something that many of us have had to deal with during COVID. I've got a friend that has just had to bury his mom, passed away a week ago. And, you know, Tim is feeling that loss today. And during COVID, this is just something that's been magnified because, you know, I can remember I attended a, a, a longtime friend's funeral on Zoom because I okay. couldn't go. Uh-huh. And, you know, you experience the loss, but it's, it's not the same as being there because there's that distancing that we can't be there to share the loss with those together with everybody. And you feel that loss on more than one level. As an example, when you are on Zoom, you don't have the deeper level connections. Zoom more so could be more your conscious mind. You might have a little bit of subconscious mind. But the unconscious mind is really not connected. And that's on an unconscious, unspoken level. When you're in the actual celebration of life, you feel it so much deeper. Well, the reason that you feel deeper is because it's connecting more so in your deep subconscious to, to unconscious mind. And it just feels better. And that loss that your friend Tim is is experiencing, well, that's it, it, it's so hard. We... 
we know that we know that those who are in Christ, you know, Paul said, to die is gain. They, it's going to be their benefit. But what about the loved ones left behind? And, you know, that's the hard part, too, because we want to feel, to celebrate. But that loss is the loss of that individual who passed away being able to, on a subconscious and, and maybe even unconscious level, help needs be met. The approval, the acceptance, attention, you know, affirmation, the affection, the hugs. Those kinds of things aren't there anymore. So that's why you know, we know cognitively, we know their thoughts are headed toward that the loved one is in, in heaven, and that's reassuring. But they don't feel like running a marathon. They don't feel like tackling any major project because there's a sense of loss there. Because they're still coming so, home yeah. to an empty house and an empty chair. That's right. And the other thing that in this article, Tom, is talking about longing, just the idea of uh, maybe we have to define that a little bit. I think we all understand loss. We understand lonely. When we talk about longing in this kind of a context, what what is it we're actually talking about? Longing for what we lost, what should have, could have, or would have been, you know, I pardon my sarcasm here. The Browns have a lot of that. The shouldas, the couldas. <laughs> oh, and the Bengals did until this year. That's right. Yeah. But those things that you, you think about, I should have done this. I should have done that. And, and, you know, you long for a change, but that, that produces feelings inside of us that ends up being not fulfilled and so how do we deal with this what do we do with it with how things were supposed to be just think about where we'd be right now as an example if the pandemic never happened and how the world will never be the same because of it the relationships Um, lost yeah there is so much controversy i think it's probably the best word about what's actually going on. And so you, you can make a blanket statement, uh, a comment about how, you know, you don't think it it's real. And, and someone who has had a COVID loss, hears that they're not going to be terribly happy about it. Mm-hmm. They're not wanting to hear that something else may have been going on. And so it's changed our world in, in such a way that it's, polarized we should not be grouping ourselves connecting with just because this is the way it is with the covid picture but more so because we are in christ it shouldn't be based on some kind of we're all in the same bandwagon no unification of the church being unified the connecting is because we're all in christ and that's where we should embrace what we have together. Well, until that changes, more diversion and that sort of thing and dividing is going to continue to happen, I think. Mm. And, and it makes it that much harder for us to deal with when, when things like COVID, to be perfectly frank, become a political football. And we, yeah. we, we forget that it's people we're talking about, it's relationship we're talking about. It's not just a, a political issue. Now, Tom, there are six steps 
that the article on allprodad.com suggests we take to handle loss, loneliness, and longing, all of which can and should be discussed. And I think we will put that off for next time and, and we'll kind of put a pause button in it, but end today by saying, you know, one of the steps you can take if you've been trying to deal with loss and loneliness and longing, especially in this time, and you're just not able to get out of bed or get out of the apartment, a conversation with a Christian counselor can be very beneficial and start that healing process for you and help you get back to normal. How can they get a hold of you to start that conversation, even with you on your couch? That's right. In, through Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries.com. And you have a couch session, although I'm the one sitting on the couch. <laughs> well, that's true. I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> 